you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Oh, Steve and Larson! Don't you dare be sour. Clap for yourselves and feel the power. Yes. And all you people out there, you're watching Going In Raw with Steve. Larson. <laughs> hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Speaking of the Twitch, this is very exciting. So for the friendos that are in the know, every Saturday night, myself and the enforcer, Stevie Bradley, solve mysteries. We do a watch along on the Twitch of unsolved mysteries. We're up to season two, episode like 13 or something. Mm. This Saturday is very special because we've got two special guests, WWE Network's own Queen of the Ring, Alex is going to come solve some mysteries. And of course, her Church of Joshi co-star, Kayla from Kayla Vision, they're going to be joining myself and the Enforcer to solve some mysteries on the Twitch, 9 p.m. Pacific, midnight Eastern. This is going to be very exciting. I don't know what the episode is going to entail. We're just doing the next episode in sequence. Uh, and this is very exciting. So far, the Enforcer and myself, Larson, we've only really solved a single mystery. And that was the mystery of the lady who the believed, ghost one, right? she believed there was ghosts in her house. She was getting worked by her husband, right? She was a bit of a mark. And she was being worked by her husband, who uh, was doing everything he could not to just burst out in laughter over the whole affair. It was clear what was going on. We solved that mystery. We haven't solved any other mysteries. So I'm hoping add some some brain power, uh, add some savvy, and uh, Alex and Kayla are full of those things. So hopefully we'll solve some mysteries. Ideally, I hope so. I lost hope so. treasures. This can't miss. Can't miss. Show. Can't miss. You can't so that miss. should be a lot of fun. Uh, so we're going to do that. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, that's uh, kind of a no pay-per-views this weekend. Shocking. I know. <laughs> it's going to be weird to have a next weekend. Next weekend, there is. This weekend, there's not. Is next weekend Impact Wrestling's pay-per-view we present? It is. Okay. It is. All right. Well, that's going to be. That's just fun. We don't, we don't have to do a podcast with that one. We'll talk no, about that on Monday. No, we watch and, and do predictions and stuff. Yeah. That's all we got okay. Well, Trio's an Impact title that I had to light up with my little light down here. Those oh, were look at lines. that. Hey, put your hand back over there. Ooh. In the year 2000. In the year 2021, after Mania, there was a SmackDown. That was tonight. That uh, was tonight. So, uh, yeah. I thought it was much better than the Raw after Mania. 
Um, oh, yeah, Raw after Mania was hot garbage, man. We actually have Roman's first challenger now, and like a lot of us suspected correctly, seems like it's going to be Cesaro. It seems like it, but it also seems like Cesaro might not be exactly done with the whole Seth Rollins thing, because Seth says it's not done till I say it's done. I'm guessing Seth will say it's done when he beats Cesaro. Mm -hmm. But you don't want Seth to beat Cesaro if Cesaro's about to get into a program with the Universal Champion, because it makes Cesaro look bad. Right. So, it, so that's yeah. the that's the pickle WWE has got themselves in currently. Yeah, well, I mean, I, dude, I think that they're going to they're going to use Seth. They're they're going to do this. So Roman Reigns just stacked two Hall of Famers and pinned them at the same time. He referenced that he smashed them, he stacked them, he pinned them. They acknowledged him. Million dollars of pyro. So now Whoever steps up to him, and clearly that's Cesaro, they're going to use every tool they have, including Seth Rollins, to get Cesaro to the point where he's even marginally believable in a match against Roman Reigns. Now, clearly all my confidence points will be going to Obviously, Roman yes. Reigns. Well, here's However, the thing to consider. Here's please. the thing to consider. So when this match happens at WrestleMania Backlash, let's say Cesaro does get through Seth Rollins one more time with a build to that. The odds of Seth Rollins getting involved in that match at WrestleMania Backlash are high. Super high. high very high. To try to cost Cesaro that match. Now, we haven't seen Roman Reigns uh, ever uh, not one of his one of his pay-per-view matches via DQ. Haven't seen that yet. But every interference uh, happens during the course of his matches. Uh, usually, or have this, thus far, happen uh, either in some sort of no DQ c c uh, scenario or during a ref bump. So there's been no, no disqualifications. Uh, during any of his matches. So I don't see that them changing that. But high degree of confidence points, yes. But at the same time, I would have a little bit of pause, slightest little bit of pause, doing full confidence points uh, with Seth out there as a, a kind of a wild card in terms of t determining the outcome of that match. I mean, Roman's walking out as champion, no doubt. But whether there's some sort of disqualification... That's always a sticking point. My my counter to that would be in how many tries? Three? How many tries did Kevin Owens get? Was it three? Yeah. Three pay-per-view matches. In three tries, what what was the like what was the result? I mean, last man standing, it was Roman Reigns with the victory. Well, I mean, Roman won them all. He won them all. I, I get the feeling that they saw that as a decent blueprint. For uh, for you know the next guy, I think that they're just gonna do with Cesaro what they did with Kevin Owens, except yeah. instead of Jey Uso always getting involved, which he's still going to. It's gonna be there's gonna be some added wrinkles with Seth Rollins. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I don't I don't think it's gonna be a DQ, but you know it has to get you know it has to give you pause, slightest little bit. Yeah, I mean it gave me pause with Kevin Owens. I thought that Kevin Owens, if anybody was bit. gonna get that like DQ win, it would have been him. I think that the record probably matters like to Paul Heyman, who's like pretty heavy, apparently, allegedly in the creative of this. And so I think that he's probably going to spare any, you know, even DQ wins for for Cesaro. I doubt that's going to happen. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah there, there could be some pause there. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is this is awesome for Cesaro to be in a spot like this. Hopefully they do extend this. You know, they, they sort of elongate this feud the way they did with Kevin Owens. It was supposed to be a one-off, and then they did, like, three matches. 
Well, that's um, what it was with Jay, too. It was supposed to be a one-off, and then they did, you know, a series. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, I mean, I think maybe they've learned, hey, you know, we can we can get a lot out of these guys. It's great to see Paul Heyman uh, in charge of the creative for this, given that he does have some history with Cesaro. He was his manager when Cesaro was IC champion. They tried to repackage Cesaro to a degree, a repackage, um, a while ago. And so, you know, I would think you would think that Paul Heyman's probably pretty high on Cesaro. Uh, so they're going to do everything they can to make him look great in this feud. And I think this is a career, you know, like a career level feud for uh, for Cesaro. Yeah, it could be career defining feud for him. Yeah. Defining, yeah, that's the, that's the word. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, man, I really thought we were going to have new tag champions tonight. Uh, I thought you know they what? set that thing up for the Street Profits to win. I thought that would have been if... if- Dolph and Rude had interrupted at any point during Bianca's celebration, oh, even at the oh, very end, oh, then wow. you're telegraphing it. Oh, then wow. they yeah. would have lost. Yeah. Then they would have lost. That's a good but point. But when that didn't happen, I'm like, this could go either way. Yeah. This could go either way. Yeah. It was a pretty, it was in terms of like the booking of the match, it was a pretty, it was a pretty good win for the Dirty Dogs. You know, it's like they took away their normal finish. Uh, you know, Dolph was able at the last second to break up that pin. And mm-hmm. uh, and then they, you know, very, you know, Dolph obviously being a veteran of like, I don't know, 30 years now or whatever it is, yeah, uh, like was able to get the sneaky tag in and uh, hit that zigzag out of nowhere. Let's talk about let's go back to the Seth, uh, sorry, Roman Cesaro, Seth business for a second. So uh, Cesaro did something pretty cool at WrestleMania. He did the UF, UFO thing to Seth. Did he? I couldn't I mean, tell. I don't I don't, I don't I remember it. <laughs> I don't remember it until they showed it eight times tonight. Oh, that's right. So, uh, you know, it's one of those instances where someone does something really cool. And rather than just letting that cool thing kind of build a life of its own organically, WB decides to. You know what, dude? Shove it in our face, you know? I would I would be with you on that. But, but Night by Night here has my sentiment exactly. He says, the recaps of the UFL felt, felt very intentional to me. I thought they were doing that a comically high number of times just to embarrass and piss off Seth, similar oh, to the Nia recap on Monday. I think it was one of those things where it was someone fa- someone found it funny to do that. And maybe, yeah, to, to push it. They've been doing that. They have been doing that lately. Like what the, the really bizarre one was the Sami Zayn, Baron Corbett, the match nobody wanted to see. They used that to further a bit of story. It was just in a backstage segment. I'm sorry, it was like a dot-com segment. But they've been using production things to sort of further character motivation, which yeah, is a yeah. really weird thing. But but yeah, it's I, I didn't necessarily think it was like, hey, we're gonna run this this into the ground. We're gonna run this in the ground, sort of in ironic in in an ironic yeah, fashion. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I understand that perspective. It, it, it does there's a bit of payoff at the end when Seth comes out, but until you get there, you're like, why why are we seeing this again? We just saw it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We just saw it. Yeah. Once they got to like the fourth time, I was like, oh, okay. So we're gonna see this like a lot. This is sort four of more a, times. This is, this is a gag they're doing. Okay, four more times. Yeah, and with WB, you just never know. You know, they try to make uh, when Nia did the oh the, yeah the whole thing. They try to make that into a thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I would never so, put it past them. You know, they're so rarely clever. You know, they're so rarely self-aware. I'll put it that way. Um, that when they do something like this, it's like, well, are they in on the joke? Hmm. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, it's like in that regard, they exactly earned the benefit of the doubt. According so. to a report, Kevin Dunn never understood Billy Kay's appeal. So you're, you questioning this is totally on solid ground. 
Yeah. Anyways, let's get into it. Why not? So, uh, show kicked off course with an extended WrestleMania uh, recap about the main event. Uh, then Michael Cole introduces a uh, new analyst at the SmackDown desk, Pat McAfee. Of course, we talked about that on today's uh, news brief. Uh, I thought he did pretty damn great, man. Man, um, I was I was into it. I thought that uh, you know Vince loves his uh, his uh, color commentator guys sometimes to be heels to be bad guys right to side with the heels to see the other point uh, point of view i thought he actually did a pretty good job again it's pretty early but i thought just out the out the gate he did a pretty good job of towing that line between being a bad guy siding with the heels and also at the same time providing some pretty decent you know uh analysis of just what was going on I, pat mcafee has settled into you know, I mean, he's been in the WWE orbit for like a while now. Obviously, he he had some pretty good matches in NXT, did some work over there. He was on plenty of kickoff shows, plenty of panels. I thought that he they put him down and he did better than anybody could possibly be expected to do in their first night. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he did he did pretty darn good. Uh show opens up with a Roman Reigns promo. Of course, as usual, he takes a sweet time getting the ring. Once he gets there, he says it's no secret. Uh, I put a lot of eyes on SmackDown. But for the new viewers, Paul, tell them about the people I beat at Mania. And he does. He puts over, he lists off the accomplishment of Edge, Daniel Bryan. Uh, so Daniel Bryan is going to be a Hall of Famer probably pretty soon because he should probably retire after what happened at Mania where Roman beat him, stacked him, um, <laughs> said it was basically a handicap match rather than a triple threat. Uh, Roman talks some more, says he called his shot. He said he was going to smash him, stack him, pit him one, two, three, and then they acknowledge me. <laughs> he says he'll probably never be another triple threat again because of what he did. No one wants to face me. Uh, he says if he's doing that to men like that, Hall of Famers, who's going to step up? Oof. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody's going to step up to me. Okay, No Paul. one's on my level. He said, all right, Paul, we fulfilled our obligations. Tell him to cut the check, fire up the jet. It's time to go. <laughs> and then Cesaro, his music hits. He walks to the ring. He gets right in Reigns' face, looks at the Universal title, walks over and asks for a mic. And when he has his back turned towards him, Paul, Roman, and Jay just walk out. They just walk out. And Cesaro, man, he should have just taken that mic anyways and cut a promo. You're out there. You're out there. Talk some crap. If there's one thing that we've learned, it's that Roman's can be kind of thin sometimes yes. like it doesn't really take that much to get under his skin you can do it like it doesn't take a lot we've seen any number of guys do it to him daniel bryan most recently uh you know got to get on that mic and see you know you're out there you got a mic yep. you don't just leave like a chump cesaro you get on that mic and you, you spit some some venom it was it was it was pretty disrespectful by uh by roman reigns oh yeah Seriously, seriously disrespectful. After that, Adam Pierce and Sonia Deville are chatting backstage. Cesaro walks in. He says, "You know, uh, if he asked if they saw what Roman did, call him a son of a bitch." Uh, says, "I'll step up to him and I want a match with Roman. Doesn't be for the title or anything, but I want it tonight." Adam Pierce starts to say something, and Sonia Deville just interrupts. Goes, "Yeah, I'll go talk to Roman about it." Boy, that's weird. Why do I have that segment after the Otis versus Rey Mysterio match? That is strange. That is weird. Anyways, neither before or after that, we had Otis versus Rey Mysterio. Uh, during the majority of this match, Otis is throwing Rey around like he's nothing. Uh, at one point, he misses a splash from the second rope. 
Ray hits a 619. This was rad. The finish was great. He goes to the top, and uh, he, <laughs> he somehow finds himself flying from the top, landing in position for a crucifix pin, and hits a crucifix, crucifix bomb on Otis for three. That was mm. rad. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that was great. That's so yeah, cool. he gets. The I like that because it's, you know, uh, as 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 you know, as as large as what Otis is. If if Ray had just hit a frog splash, I mean, we've seen smaller wrestlers beat larger wrestlers with frog splash. But I like this is the situation where it took leverage and and as commentary mentioned, Otis's own momentum mm-hmm. used it against him to get mm-hmm. the win. Mm-hmm. This seemed a bit more believable, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I no. You're you're absolutely right. Like the pin looked believable. Um, and especially, you know what? Another shout out to McAfee. He was talking about Otis's size the whole time. He was like, "Man, he's five ten, three thirty. That sounds impossible, Cole." And it was being five ten, three thirty that ended up losing him the match. Yeah. Yep. Uh, next, Paul. Oh, I missed this because I was getting some uh, some dinner. The first part of it, I walked in when Heyman was talking all sorts of crap about Cesaro. What do you say beforehand, Steve? Oh, they just asked him, uh, Kayla asked him, are you going to accept the challenge that Cesaro laid down? And he said, uh, he says, oh, yeah, because we do that around here. We just accept anybody's challenge, even a Neanderthal like Cesaro. Talked about him having, he said he had uh, buck teeth, which is, number one, very rude and actually not true about Cesaro. Um, but then he had a great line. He said, he says, there was no rain delay on Saturday. Those were tears from angels over the beating of Roman would give Brian an edge at WrestleMania. And we got to the locker room. It was tears on the ground from the roster and who would, because they were crying over who would approach Roman reigns. Well, come Cesaro, a billion dollar body with a 10 cent brain. He comes out of the locker room. He's a joke. Fine. Let's give him what he wants. Cesaro one-on-one in the main event against the main event, Jey Uso. Yeah. After that, Sami Zayn had a promo. He says, uh, I see all the headlines about WrestleMania except the most accurate one. Sami was once again screwed. Mania was supposed to be his vindication. Logan Paul was supposed to help him with his documentary. He was there. Logan was there to watch Sami's grand victory. But that's not how it went down. That's because Logan Paul's mind was poisoned. Poisoned by Kevin Owens, by the W Universe, by Michael Cole. Everyone got in Logan's head. He could sense it. He felt uh, Logan Paul pull back when Sammy hugged him before his match. He was So Sammy was distracted during the entire bout. He kept on thinking, is Logan okay? And that is the only reason Kevin Owens won at WrestleMania. Uh, he says, I w- but tonight I won't be denied my vindication, my revenge. Tonight there's no toxic fans in the stands. There's no Logan Paul. There's no distraction. There's no way for Kevin Owens to steal this win. And that's why he's not going to come out. And as soon as he finished that sentence, Kevin Owens music hits, he comes to the ring. Yeah, and they have themselves a match. This was fun. wasn't quite the pace that we saw at WrestleMania because they gave him more time. And it ended with Sami Zayn just leaving and getting himself counted out. Not the. I mean, there were some cool moments. Sami hit like a sunset flip powerbomb and Kevin Owens from like the second rope. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I mean, obviously, we're getting another we're getting another match between these two guys at WrestleMania Backlash. Right, exactly. Hey, if any of those were going to be a rematch at Backlash, that's the one. That's what I'd want, man. Sounds Give like we're probably going to get a couple rematches at <laughs> Mania like, Backlash. Seems you know, like. it's not going to be going to rematch Daniel Bryan and Edge. <laughs> no, no, I doubt they'd be making any sort of appearance. <laughs> Nor should they. They need to show an AEW backlash. or something, man. Go find go find different jobs. <laughs> God damn, you got stacked. You got stacked. I smashed him. 
I stacked them. That's shocking they one, did two, that, three. by the way. Like, when you it think is. about it, that's actually pretty shocking that they stacked yeah, them. And that was really shocking. I was not expecting that whatsoever. Uh, next, Apollo Crews had a promo. Um, he he, uh, he introduced us to his uh, his friend, formerly known as Dabakato. Now he is Commander Aziz. Uh, his move that he did was the Nigerian nail. What? Can can they at least kayfabe the name change? Oh, I know. Like we saw him, we saw him. Didn't he have a match on main? He was drafted. He was drafted. To Raw, yeah, because yeah. he was he came up from Raw Underground, but no, they did. Well, I mean, they said they said uh, Commander Aziz was a former member of the Nigerian Elite Guard and a member of the Raw Underground roster. Yeah, we I don't saw know, they... at least Shane nodded to Amos. At least they did that. Mm-hmm. Can we reference the fact that he was drafted and we saw him? They're making him seem he was like... drafted by Raw, though, Steve. Just saying. No, I act like he's a completely different person. Agreed. 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 Uh, Apollo was saying like uh, he would give Big E a rematch tonight, but Big E isn't there because of Commander Aziz. Yeah, dude, I got that. Don't. That's That's the Nigerian Nigerian nail. Don't. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Uh, after that, we had Bianca Belair's championship party hosted by the Street Profits. 
They were setting up all sorts of balloons during uh, the Street Profits' entrance. They run a recap package. Montez does just a killer intro for Bianca Belair. Um, she says, if I was told that I... You know, it's funny because this this moment, especially Hammer and Home, it's like, man, we got that awesome moment in front of all those fans and then you got you to gotta do this at Thunderdome. Anyway, she said, if I was told that I would win the title in the main event of WrestleMania, guess what? I probably would have said, yeah, that, that's right. No lie. Never apologize for being the best. If you could dream it, you could do it. It's not just about me, though, Sasha Banks. Thank you. You pushed me harder than anyone. We both made history. If you ever forget, I left something with you to remember me by. And we got to see that later. She said, this is bigger than that, though. This is for the little girls sitting at home or there at Raymond James, and especially those little girls that might look like me. This is for you. We're just getting started. They do a big group hug and a big group sigh. Uh, she says, uh, she said, all right, guys, it's time to drop the red cups. You need to get the titles back because we only wear gold in this house. I'm afraid I've got some bad news, Bianca. Yeah. But before we got to that match, we had a Sasha Banks interview, or so we thought we were going to have. Yeah. They showed off the scar that's still there from the hair whip. She just sort of says, Bianca. Yeah, she fumes. She fumes and walks away. It storms off. Uh, for like a, the third or fourth time then, we see Cesaro doing the UFO. Mm-hmm. We get a Bailey interview, and she says, that's awfully weird how Sasha just walked out. She was so angry she couldn't put a sentence together. And uh, she, uh, Bailey says at Mania, while I was busy keeping the show together, hosting, uh, Bianca was in the ring crying even before her match. You know the reason she was crying? Because she didn't think she could win. And now she's out here showboating. Is that the kind of champion you want? She says, only I can bring prestige back to the title. And uh, I'm going to challenge Bianca and win that belt. After that, we had the Street Profits versus the Dirty Dogs for the SmackDown Tag Championships. Uh, and uh, it was, you know, these guys have really good chemistry in the ring. Yeah. Uh, like I said, so what, the finish. What do you think? Sorry, I was going to get this in real quick. What do you think of Dolph's... Uh, uh, braid he had in uh it's just sort of typical Dolph. yes yeah. it, it was fine it looked cool yeah. i don't know i mean the, the street profits brought up their cheesy 80s look or his cheesy 80s look i'm not sure about rob like if if ruth still had just the mustache yeah. i'd be like yeah he is sort of remember what was that who was it was it ford that one time ages ago that like they were talking crap about his mustache and like it didn't exist it was dawkins, yeah, it was dawkins right that was weird yeah uh, anyway, so uh, Ford did a tope out of the ring onto the Dirty Dogs. Put Rude back in. Dawkins hits a spine buster on Rude. Ford tagged uh, himself in. What? Go ahead. Uh, there is one commercial break. So uh, Dawkins is going on a run, uh, hitting Rude with a bulldog and a shoulder tackle. And like Dolph's out of it. Out of mm-hmm. it. I think got knocked off the apron. And then rather than... I understand there's a commercial break, so they had to schedule this in. But it was like a really awkward one. And it just really, it was like a glaring, obvious thing. Like, hey, we need to find a break for commercial. Rather than, hey, Street Profits, you have the decided advantage. Dolph's out of the equation. Oh, yeah. Where they run ringside. Like, Dolph, or Dawkins slides out of the ring. Ford runs over. And they go to a camera to start screaming at it. And we go to commercial break. That's a good and I'm point. I'm like, yeah. you have the advantage here. Yeah. As a viewer watching the show, you know, two teams competing over tag tiles. You have the advantage. Don't take a break to go screaming the camera. I understand they were told to do that, but from logically, well, it just doesn't make sense. You know, I, I I don't necessarily love to like put the pieces together on their behalf, but 
You know, every tag team should have a certain weakness. And in the Street Profits case, their hubris can be that because they, they showboat quite a bit. Um, and yeah, they probably should get back in there and take care of business. But part of their thing is, hey, you know, we're the dudes who we're going to talk a lot of shit. And that's part of it. And it's like, yeah, they should probably pay more attention. But that's just one of their, their weaknesses. You and know, and, and, and ended up hurting them here. I don't necessarily know if they showboat a lot, though. They're, when they're in the ring, they get down to business. They don't showboat a ton. They're in the camera a lot, dude. Like, they, they, they mug a lot. Um, I mean, you know, Dawkins' whole thing about doing, and I know typically he saved it for after the matches, but he would do the warrior ropes. Oops. Oh, that's Ford. Yeah, Ford would do that. I'm sorry, Ford, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I kind of feel like well, that's, that's within the context that's, that's of the match. Like, I don't feel like like there's some there's some acts that are like really like obviously showboating or easily distracted. I don't feel, I don't know if I feel like the street profits are necessarily in that category. That's just me though. Um. So, anyways, the finish saw Ford Tope out of the ring onto the Dirty Dogs. Dawkins hits a spine buster on Rude. Ford hits the frog splash. Dolph breaks that up. Uh, Montez attacks Rude in the corner. Sort of gets tied up talking to the ref. And while he does that, for just a moment, Dolph tags Rude, uh, so he's the legal man. Uh, Montez goes back after Rude, not understanding that Dolph is a legal man. Uh, yes. And he throws him to the corner, and then out of nowhere, Dolph hits that zigzag quick pin for three uh, yes. dirty dogs. Retain their titles, which will probably yes. go to the Mysterios come WrestleMania backlash. Maybe, maybe. Uh, after that, we got a Cesaro interview. He's asked by the response to Heyman. Uh, he says, you know what, I think Paul is right. Cesaro says he does have buck teeth. He says, I'm not the smartest guy, but he's wrong about one thing. Doesn't he I know like seven languages or something? He does. He says, I belong in the ring with Roman, and he's going to prove it tonight by beating his cousin, Jay Uso. Uh, after that, we had, oh, God, Larson. Here, I'll be right back. Hold on. I got oh, the dog. Oh, no, you're leaving? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I got the dog out. One second. Okay. So we had Natalia versus Shayna Baszler. And I really wish Larson hadn't just left because we could talk about the fact that Shayna Baszler got rolled up again. And I don't know what her record is right now, but oh my God, how many times are they going to have Shayna Baszler lose a goddamn match via a goddamn roll-up? She's a new Baron Corbin. What is going on with that? It's like a ton of them. What was yeah. Nia doing on the apron, anyways? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand this at all. I don't get it. I don't get it. How is it that this only happens during singles matches and not tag matches? I honestly make don't any know. Sense. None of it makes any sense. Yeah, Lionheart says it's like they're punishing her. A weird punishment. But all right, people in chat are saying the three prophets do showboat all the time. All right, it could be the vaccine talking. <laughs> I'm gonna remember that. I'm gonna use that shit when I get the vaccine. <laughs> Say all sorts yeah, of crazy got, shit. I got a bit of a headache. Yeah, sure. Why not? Go ahead. Oh no, do you? Yeah, I'm not using that as excuse. I was being. I was oh, being. No, uh, I'm not saying that you're using that as excuse. I was just clowning no. around. Um. So, anyways, uh, yeah, I gave that match no stars, Larson. No stars, none. Well, the shame of it was that there was a lot of good stuff before that. I know, but it still gets no stars because of that finish. I know, oh, I, I love know, the story. Like, Natalia's trying to get that sharpshooter in over and over again. It was great. Yeah. Um, the way the, the, the respective partners were getting them out of tight spots. There was some good stuff there, and they mm -hmm. ended like that. Mm-hmm. Lame. Lame. Yeah, man. All right, then they show that uh, uh, Cesaro UFO, UFO business again. 
I love uh, that you, you kept tabs on that. I just stopped. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, then we got a Jay Uso promo from uh, Roman's uh, Lounge. Uh, he calls Cesaro a one-hit wonder, essentially. Mm-hmm. Asked Cesaro if he could do the airplane spin with no teeth. Uh, says, you disrespected the head of the table. And he's going to show Cesaro why he's main event Jay. He gets up and leaves. And then Roman kind of mumbles something that Jay's going to show Cesaro. You know what I love? And I, I really hope it's intentional. I really do. But you take the Usos that did that terrific rap battle with the mm-hmm. New Day. Mm-hmm. And how wonderful, like, Jay Uso can be very clever, quick-witted, and smooth on the mic. He is becoming more and more of a mess on the microphone when he gets on there. He's unhinged. He, like, stutters over his words half the time. He is a disaster. And I really hope that, like, that level of detail is being paid attention to, hey, the stress of being... He has a shirt that says I'm a sidekick, basically, you know, this, the pressure of being ro- under Roman's thumb. You're like a multi-time tag team champion, and now you're basically a sidekick, and the name Main Event J is basically used ironically at this point because, yeah, he's yeah. main evented shows, but he, like, loses all the time. Virtually. Um, I mean, he won the Andre, which is something you can hang your hat but on. But I think they, they're just using that to, to, to enhance the story between – at first, Cesaro and Jay, and then Cesaro and Roman. Right, right. Because that's one of the first things they mentioned. Because Jay comes out and stands next to, for the main event, comes out and stands next to his trophy. And, and then when Cesaro's making his way to the ring, oh, yeah, Cesaro, he's also won that. Yeah, you know? yeah, right, right. Um, I just love how he's just sort of, you know, and even like before, I think it was in the segment. I don't think it was this segment. I think it was a segment before when they went to Roman. Maybe it was this one. He started out just pacing. He was just pacing behind Roman. And mm-hmm. it's like, I know that he's like hyping himself, getting, getting ready for the match, but it's like, he just seems like oh, he's, he's a broken man. He's great. Yeah. It, the performance has been great. It has been, it has been really good. And it seems like it's, it's progressing. You know, I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it definitely has been. And, and yeah, you, you'd like to think this is an overarching thing that WWE creative is paying attention to. I'm guessing it's more Jay and Paul Heyman that are paying attention. I would think thing, so. But. but I mean, given that this is the A story and we get a lot of it, it is refreshing to see. You know, if Paul Heyman is is sort of if Paul Heyman has one big story to handle, it seems very effective. If, if that's the mm-hmm. dynamic, creatively mm-hmm. speaking, it's like, hey, you basically have this the same way you had Brock. It's very effective stuff, and I could I could see that being the case with the attention to detail with something like Jay's performances. Yeah, it could I be. hope that's the it case. Could be. It could be. Uh, early on, Jay's going after Cesaro's arm. Um, Cesaro boots him off the apron, ends up running into a super kick when he jumps off the apron. Uh, Cesaro powers up Jay for a suplex, almost kind of a deadlift one. Uh, Crossbody off the top, gets a two. Why are my notes such a mess? My goodness. Jay responds with an arm <laughs> ringer. He's working with an arm. Scene, dude. <laughs> like there's vowels missing. There's an oh, M next it. to number two. I love it. What a great experiment this is. <laughs> it really is. This is just the first one. Imagine the th- second or the, yeah, the oh, second one. Oh, man. I can't wait. It's when, when is it? 10 days? 21. Oh, three weeks from today. Wow, it's three weeks. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I might be fun. out of commission next Friday. Anyways, fast forward to or three weeks. See, can you tell time? <laughs> um, this is great. Uh, so eventually, Jay escapes the neutralizer, uh, though eats a corkscrew springboard uppercut, kicks at it too. Uh, Cesaro starts to be set up for a swing. Jay kicks out of that. His neck breaker two count. Jay starts slapping Cesaro. Cesaro starts slapping back, then starts dropping uppercuts. 
a discus clothesline, another two count. He calls for the swing. He starts swinging Jay around. Seth runs in, attacks Cesaro, forearms at the back of the head. Uh, so Cesaro's kind of stumbling up in the ring at this point. Seth's at the top of the ramp, yells at Cesaro, Hey, you got lucky that one time. Nothing is over till I say it's over. Yeah, uh, I like Seth's bit there. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a really fantastic match until that DQ. And I am really curious. I mean, that's the great thing about this is that if Heyman is doing this, then now he's roped Seth into it. And Heyman's writing this big old, you know, whatever he's doing. And then the interplay between Seth and Roman's going to be good because you know we're going to get that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know where all this is heading, but I like it. I like a it lot a lot. of Roman wins. That's where it's headed. <laughs> stack. Hey, maybe these are the next two guys he's going to stack. Maybe that's going to be his thing. But if he stack just stacks two wrestlers, yawn. We've seen that before. You got to up the ante if you're going to try to uh, outdo yourself. You know. I mean, ro- bring Murphy back into the mix. All right. You know, he's got history with Seth. Bring him in or Shinsuke. Shinsuke. Oh, I don't want to see. I don't want. It's too I late. I see Nakamura get everybody. Everybody stacks. Wow. Everybody stacks. All Look, right, man, I didn't want to see Daniel Bryan. Well, I kind of want to see Edge get stacked, but I don't want to see Daniel Bryan get stacked. He got stacked. I mean, I don't want to see Daniel Bryan get stacked, but uh, he's not going to be hurt that much by getting stacked, you know? I don't feel like that hurts Daniel Bryan that much. I don't know, man. I feel like Shinsuke, like, he's he's been through a lot. I feel like just being in the main event would do wonders for Shinsuke, even if he gets stacked. No, nah, if he's in the main event and gets stacked, then that's the last time he's sniffing the main event, dude. Uh, Angel Uriel, you want to answer some questions? Sorry, I'm jumping ahead. Oh, my God. I forgot to put up the question thread on Patreon. That's fine. I'm sure we have enough questions here. I'll read to everybody that says I was wrong for saying the Street Profits don't show, but because I am. I'll admit it. I was wrong. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, no. It's a vaccine talking. <laughs> no, this is me talking. I wasn't, I wasn't, I don't Where know do you begin then. and the vaccine ends, though, Larson? I don't know. Uh, uh, go ahead. Angel Uriel with the sub says, almost a year. That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Angel. Uh, Zoe Kinrana. Yeah, so Twitch chat. We got 281 people here. Please ask questions. Mm-hmm. Um, Zoe Kinrana, isn't it really weird that we see Jay look at the Andre trophy? By the way, Maggie said that, uh, uh, Rebecca said that she noticed that on the trophy it says he won it not at WrestleMania 37, but at the SmackDown or WrestleMania SmackDown. So he doesn't even get the the, the prestige. It's kind of fitting. It's kind of fitting. It is. It totally is. It's great. Uh, sorry, Zoe Kinrana says, isn't it really weird that we see Jay look at the Andre trophy and it shows that Cesaro won the first one, but they said earlier Cesaro's first Mania win was against Seth. Well, I mean, that's his first singles win. Yeah. It's the first yeah. one. Was the Andre, was the, even the first Andre, was that in the kickoff? I think so. It's like always been Don't a recall. Thing. Don't recall. Uh, Jeffrey Nerd, it seemed like he was going to talk about, uh, this is about Pat McAfee. He's going to talk about his NXT do- time during the Shayna match, but got cut off by Cole and Pat didn't come back to it intentional. I noticed that too. That could be. That could be. I love that Pat is terrible. It's And I'm fine with it. Because if you have somebody in your, hey, don't mention that. Or like Cole, like wax him or something like that. Hey, mm-hmm. talk about NXT here. It's not a real brand. Uh, let's see, Jorge, Jorge D says, uh, Vince seeing Tony Khan bringing back old WCW stuff. He also wants to get, on, get in on this to boost the ratings. Fires up the WE network, because even Vince would rather use the VPN than Peacock, and looks through old WCW episodes to see what he can revive. Vince, for some reason, decides to revive the American males with their theme. 
which modern day wrestlers will Vince make into the American males? Wow. Dude, I would have called that uh, the the Alpha Academy. I would have called them American mm-hmm. males. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Or, ooh, how about this? Cedric and Shelton. Okay. It's good. Okay. They need a name. Yeah, they do. Hurt uh, feelings. Stevens J. No, I feel like they showboat a lot. <laughs> or AD, Street Profits Charm. Oh, they get <laughs> off it. My goodness. Uh, night I'm laughing night. at myself. Come on. I'm laughing. Your superior <laughs> Maggie says the the five G is rewiring my brain. <laughs> it feels the, like it right now. It's the Microsoft chip they put in you, man. It really is. It really is. Night by night says you arrive at war games prepared for the worst. The rodent friendos arrive and get into oh, their gosh. cage. As you prepare to make your entrance, someone taps your shoulder. You turn around to see Triple H, Ricochet, and Cameron Grimes. You ask why they're here. I called them, Space Enforcer says. After they fell in the hole, I had to take them back to Thunderdome. We all hit it off and exchanged numbers. They're here to fight on your behalf. Continuing on, Regal approves the match change, and Triple H, Grimes, Ricochet, Brock make their way to the cage. The match ensues. It's incredible. Best War Games match of all time. Ultimately, Triple H hits a friendo with the pedigree for the win. With that, you have won your freedom and finally, you may return home to your family. What SmackDown superstar do you ask to plan a homecoming party? Clearly, it's the Street Profits. Yeah. Street Profits or Baron Corbin, because we know he grills up some good meat. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah. Uh, the Enforcer saying, Larson, funding new side effects. <laughs> that's got a headache. Arm hurts. Uh, Fear and Loathing says, Commander Aziz should shock no one. Former heavyweight and tag team champion, the Iron Sheik, was brought back as Colonel Mustafa 30 years ago. And the same two people are in charge. It should shock absolutely nobody yet. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh... Oh, this is James' a good... birthday tweet. Steve, after taking the vaccine on a Monday, Monday night, I can't wait to watch and review Raw tonight, and I wish it was four hours. Exactly. I know. Yeah, Jorge D says, Bill Gates, stop reprogramming Larson. Uh, Dang MQ says, who has the best suit game on SmackDown, Seth or Sony Deville? My question is actually, when are they going to play out this Sony Deville usurping? When, when, is, when is that actually going to happen? Is that going to result in a Sony Deville versus Adam Pearce match? Yeah, who knows? That'd be great. Who knows? Uh, speaking of which, the Spider Dan, are we getting a power struggle between Sonya and Scrap Daddy? If so, how do you want it to play out? A match. And Sonyville taps him out. There you go. Uh, I just F want Sonya back in the ring, man. I know. F. Sagan, what WWE NXT star do you want to be SmackDown champion next? Finn Balor. I mean, yeah, the question would have to be who would take that title off of Roman Reigns? Oh, for me, it's clear. Walter. Carrying Cross. Ugh. Raging um, Texas. Andre the Giant comes back at Raw Gate Mutant, takes the trophy away at next year's Mania. Oh, wow. That, that, in the kickoff show, too. Yeah. Uh, M. Pine de Samoza. Says, so imagine if Sami Zayn uses all the memes of Nia Jax and everyone making fun of Seth getting swung and just uses all these different things to make his case for there being a conspiracy. 
Yeah, he needs to bring back more, like, video evidence. Mm-hmm. Or at least staring at garbage. <laughs> right. Stock footage of various other conspiracies. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the the eye on the dollar bill. Yeah. Uh, F. Sagan, what SmackDown star needs a gimmick rebrand in your eyes? Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. I feel like they need to start doing something characterized with Dom. Yeah, he needs to turn on his dad. That'd be awesome. Low blow. He has to get down mm-hmm. really low for that, though. Well, I'm just saying, he's incredibly tall. It's like, you know, yeah, know. it's like that Guinness picture short, of, like, Robert Ludlow and whoever the smallest dude is. Yeah. For some reason, I always remember Robert Ludlow as the tallest guy. I never remember who the smallest guy is. He was, like, eight feet tall, wasn't he? He was, like... Eight-something? He was massive. Yeah, he was taller than eight feet, I thought. Uh, Hugh Long Heavy, maybe for AAA predictions, you should exchange an Ultimo Dragon Mask. A the eventual sweat and oil buildup would just be make it more prestigious. Prestigious. 8-11. He was almost yeah, nine feet. That's insane. I'm gonna see if that's there's. Insane. I'm gonna see if there's a uh, AAA uh, championship. Mega, mega championship. Mega. White Brownie, as of right now, who's your favorites to win Money in the Bank? Money in the banks. Okay, so it's going to be on Raw. I, it's 100% going to be on Raw. Because otherwise, like, well, okay. It's either going to be on Raw or it's going to be Edge. That's my be guess. Edge. That's should be my edge. guess. That'd be interesting. Yeah. If not Edge. Probably like Drew. Yeah, I think that could be interesting too. But if, only if he does the thing where it's like, I'm cashing in at Mania. Hundred and hundred and Wow, that's coming from Pakistan. I don't want to get that. I want something from like, boy, all these are, wow. Pakistan, Pakistan, United Arab Emirates. Can I just get one that was made in like LA? So 140 bucks for a AAA mega championship. How much did the IWGP one cost? What was it? One, 140 or 170? Something like I think it was 145, I think. Hmm. Uh, Bath and Body Works, Rawgate Technology has gone haywire and is replacing members of popular culture with wrestlers of an, any era. Uh, what pop culture icon of any era would you replace with any wrestler? Uh, Bath and Body Works <laughs> says, I'm going with Big Papa Pump replaced the oh, newscaster. Oh, my great. Gosh. In the Hindenburg explosion. Wow. <laughs> oh, the humanity. Look at these bastards. Oh, the humanity. Uh... I'm going to go with The Undertaker replacing Cronkite talking about the moon landing or mm. JFK's assassination. I got mm. bad news. Sounds like JFK will rest in peace. Not too soon? I mean, it was like 60 years, 70 years ago. Yeah. 
trying to think of something silly that Walter could be in. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, let's see here. Walter could be. Somebody. Oh, I want Walter to replace Dick Clark in all the New Year's Eve's uh, 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 celebrations. That's good. That's good. In an American bandstand. Four. Yeah. Up next, we got the Beatles. Who wants to? Yo, how about a uh, 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 Walter replaces Ed Sullivan? That's good. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very good show. Yeah. Who you want to see? Who's your daddy? I'm just doing Arnold now. You are. That's always what it kind of descends. I want Walter to replace Werner Herzog. Look Whoa. at Grizzly Man. He won't leave his frame. Too bad Grizzly Man is no Walter. I will chop the beer. <laughs> I'll show him the nature is sacred. Uh, Scooter asked, have you ever thought of taking part in any of the free DraftKings pools involving WB shows in the future? No, nah. man. I'm not going to take part in a... Probably not. I don't think so. Soulless, regarding how Roman's character is being put across, would you would a fair in-character theory be that his thin skin comes from his own internal pressure to live up to his own hype? It's like the time he had chasing Brock and never quite getting out from under that now has him putting on this front and he continually has to live up to it. I don't think that's a terrible way to look at it. I don't I think, think that's, that's a terrible way to look at it all either. That's a pretty good way to look at it, yeah. Uh, JTV says, just got my second shot today, friend does, and he knows what I'm talking about. Uh, Enforcer says Sony Deville's Roman's new heavy. That'd be awesome if they brought Sony Deville into the into the fold there in Heyman's mm -hmm. group. Um, uh, G Man says, "How would you feel if Joe went back to Impact?" I'd love it. You know why? Yeah, because man. Thursdays is Impact on our Twitch channel, yep. and that'd be a lot of fun. I would prefer to see him in AEW though. Uh, and Pineda Samosa. Uh, which Raw superstars would you like being moved to SmackDown? The SmackDown superstars moved to Raw. I'm really happy with the way the roster is now, to be honest with you. I don't think any mm -hmm. chance. I don't want to see any changes for like three years. The draft should be like no more than like three years apart. Like it should be three years is the minimum that they should be doing the draft. I don't like every year. Yeah, I don't either, I don't think. Uh, Jorge D., which wrestler could seamlessly replace Robert Stack in Unsolved Mysteries? Who's got the... Oh, oh Undertaker. John Cena. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good one. And then Jorge D. also asked, by the way, Steve, is there a place that we can watch Unsolved Mysteries on Twitch on Saturdays? Yeah, man. I brought it up at the head of the show. Oh, is there a place? Well, YouTube. So, like, we do watch-alongs, but, like, you got to watch it yourself on a second screen because we don't want to get the old DMCA thing. Yeah. Um, plus, some people noted when we were talking about it because we were like, hey, if I moved it over to MF Steve here, which I don't really care about that channel, uh, if I moved it over there, would people want that? And the majority and most of the people were actually like, eh, I don't need to see it on screen. I could do the second screen thing. I mean, some people wanted it. But they were like, because I like to control the volume myself. I was like, okay, mm -hmm. fair enough. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. uh, Doctor Lipkin of the recently released wrestlers, who do you who you most who do you most hope makes a Twitch channel? Billy K, a thousand percent Billy K. Also Joe. Yes. 
Uh, all right, well, that's going to do it for us. Twitch chat, stick around. We'll hang out for a little bit. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.